This is 680-CJOB. This is the main ingredient on 680-CJOB on this chilly March weekend, and I hope your week was great. Today is another doubleheader with two guests that will be at the Love Local event coming up on March 18th at the Polo Park Canada Inns. Dustin Watson from Lord of the Pies is coming up in the second half of the show, but up first is a lovely lady named Helen Stain, who is the owner of Decadence Chocolates located at 70 Sherbrooke Street to talk about what they do. Okay, so obviously you're not, you're not from Winnipeg. And no. Well, and welcome to the main ingredient, by the way. Thank you very much. Um, so how about we get a little history of what originally brought you to Winnipeg, and um, then we'll get into your business. Well, I uh, was going to, uh, when we were moving over to Canada, uh, we were actually going to Vancouver. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. But uh, my ex-partner had family who lived uh, in Winnipeg. So we decided to stop here um, as a sort of a a welcome to Canada and do our paperwork with a a friendly face and somewhere to stay on the other side and then go to Vancouver. Um, Well, that was 16 years ago. (laughs) I never made it to Vancouver. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Which is awesome. Have you made it to Vancouver since? I have been for a visit, yeah, but only once, funnily enough. I would love to go back and spend a bit more time there. Yeah, well, hey, now now you're tied down with chocolate. So let's uh, let's get into decadence chocolates. How did that uh, venture come about? Well, that came about um, actually one Christmas. I decided to make uh, Christmas presents for people, uh, for family and friends, instead of uh, going out and buying something. So I spent all week in my ki- all weekend, sorry, in my kitchen at home, and I made some truffles and some marshmallows and some nougat and some Turkish delight and. Uh, they, uh, they tasted really good, but they didn't look so great, (laughs) (laughs) but I really loved doing it. It was something I'd done years and years and years ago, uh, way back in college, um, when I was on a a placement ad in industry and I was doing some, uh, work in a pastry department of a a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of thought, you know, let's, let's see about this. Um, I did a bit of research and I, I found a course online. I didn't want to spend a huge amount of money, um, in case it wasn't something that I really enjoyed doing. But I found an online course that was fairly reasonable. It was three months, and it taught you all the basics of uh, chocolate and how to temper chocolate, how to work with it, and then how to make different kinds of chocolates and truffles and and that kind of thing. Uh, So I did that uh, for three months. The house constantly smelt like chocolate. Um, My cat got into the chocolate once, but that's another story. Um, and I, I learned uh, how to make chocolates, and um, from there, um, by the time I'd finished the course, it was probably mid to end of the summer, and uh, I thought, well, maybe I should try selling some of these, so I applied to some uh, craft sales, and uh, got into those over the sort of the Christmas period, and um, sold lots, and I was working full-time and uh, making chocolates in the evenings and then uh, doing craft sales on the weekends. So it was a, a lot of hard work, but uh, I love doing it. This is the main ingredient, and I'm talking with Helen Stain, the owner of Decadence Chocolates, located at 70 Sherbrooke Street. So, Helen, what was the motivation to make chocolate full-time and open your own shop? Well, it was more that um, I wasn't able to get out and sell as much as I would like because I was working full-time, so mm. you can't make those contacts in the evenings. Um so uh, a friend of mine knew I was sort of doing this and maybe looking to get into the chocolates more. Um, she heard about a part-time job um, 
that thought might be a good fit. So uh, I actually took that uh, part-time job so that I could spend more time uh, going out and selling chocolates. And um, that job sort of fizzled out um, after in the new in the new year. Mm-hmm. This was of 2015. Um, so at that point, it was like, well, do I go back to event planning, which is what I'd been doing in the corporate world, or do I try and make a go of this? And uh, I decided to try and make a go of it. Nice, nice. So that that decision was sort of February 2015. Wow. So your yeah. store has been open for a year, you said, right? Yes, absolutely. And how's it been going? Great. Um, we're getting some, we have some fabulous customers. Um, we're in a really, I love the location that we're at on Sherbrooke Street. Yeah. Uh, it's such a great community around here. That's a funky And uh, people seem to be really receptive to what we're doing and uh, sort of the weird and wonderful flavors that I come up with. And uh, they like trying the new stuff that uh, I'm putting out on the shelves. Okay, speaking of which, let's talk about some of the products that you make. You have a really cool website that has some really cool things on it, like the dark chocolate with chili, Mm -hmm. salt, and popping candy. Let's talk about that. Uh, Chocolate and chili is great. I mean, mole sauce uh, from the Mexicans, you know, right from the source of where cacao uh, sort of came from years ago, the Mayans. Um, So I love playing with chocolate and chili. Uh, I don't want to sort of blow people's heads off with with the heat, but I want you to know that there is a little bit of chili there. So uh, I do um, a dark chocolate bar, which has sea salt, because again, salt and chocolate is really good together, Mm -hmm. Uh, chili and popping candy. So you kind of get that little explosion in your mouth uh, while you're eating it, and then you get the the heat of the chili at the end. And then I've also paired uh, chili with uh, some nuts that they do. So I caramelize almonds and I caramelize hazelnuts, and then we um, cover them with chocolate, which has chili in it. So again, you're getting that little chili kick uh, with the caramelized nuts. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, mm-hmm. You also have the milk chocolate with candied orange peels and dried blueberries. Uh, yeah, that yeah, really exactly. Good. So orange and blueberries are a great combination. Yeah. And uh, though a lot of my stuff is in dark chocolate, um, you know, I do want to cater to the milk chocolate market. So yeah, the orange and blueberry goes really nice with the with the milk chocolate. And I also do a bar with uh, homemade toffee uh, that we break up and put it into the chocolate bar as well. Um, wow. I crystallize my own ginger and cover it in chocolate. Uh, we candy orange slices and orange peel that we then uh, cover in chocolate as well. So where I can, I start from scratch um, um, with raw ingredients rather than uh, buying in a, a product that somebody else has made and then just covering it in chocolate. Right. Um, You know, I I think, you know, it's only right if I come down and test because I'm a great tester. It would be, you know, a a really good advantage to you. I'm just throwing that out there, just so you know. Um, (laughs) I think that could be arranged. (laughs) (laughs) The main ingredient returns after the break with more from Helen at Decadence Chocolates, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in to The Main Ingredient here on 680 CJOB as I continue my conversation with Helen Stain from Decadence Chocolates located at 70 Sherbrooke Street. After being a year in a, officially in business, I know you've been doing this for a while, um, which product, is there a standout one out of all of the stuff that you do? Like one that people, out. Yeah, that um, people return for like, you know, hands down favorite or are they all just kind of selling great across the board? It, it's very much across the board. Um, my, I, I make a... A play on a, a, you know what a a turtle is? Yes. You know, the chocolate turtle. Love turtles. So I make turtles on the half shell. So uh, it's a a milk chocolate shell that we fill with salted caramel. 
And then we top with a, a dark chocolate ganache and finish it with the caramelized pecans. So that's my take on that. They fly out of the door. Um, people are really embracing the chili and chocolate, um, so those are going really well. And then I make uh, some uh, salty caramel praline bars um, that have a rice crispy base or a crispy chocolate base as well. Um, so those are those are flying off the shelves too. Um, I've just finished or just half made uh, what I call a honeycomb bar. Mm -hmm. um, that's sponge toffee for over here, but we call it honeycomb back in England. Um, so we make a sponge toffee, which I break up and mix with milk chocolate. And then we cover it in dark chocolate and finish it with a vanilla salt. Yum, so, yum. Uh, kind of like a, a crunchy bar that you had as a kid, but sort of um, kicked up a notch. Wow. So let's mm -hmm. say someone comes in and they have an idea for something that they want. Do you make like custom stuff if they, if they, if someone makes a request Absolutely, for that? Absolutely, yeah. Right? Um, I print on chocolate, so I have an edible ink printer. Oh, really? Um, cool. So I'm able to print uh, logos or photos or we do wedding favors with dates and initials on whatever people want. Uh -huh. um, but then, you know, we do things, custom orders as well. Um, we were we bought a, a, a big mold of a, a hippo. It's about a, a foot and a half high, just for fun to play around with. <laughs> and then we decided to make him into a Santa Claus for Christmas. Yeah. And somebody saw that and came in and um, I said, "Oh yeah, well we're just playing around. We're, we're probably going to do something for Easter." Um, so he really liked that idea. So he decided to. Uh, take one of an Easter bunny. So we're just making uh, that customized for him right now. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And then custom flavors. Uh, I've been approached um, by another company who wants sort of a custom flavor just for their company. Mm -hmm. So we're working together right now to, to put that together. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. um, your store itself, you have an open kitchen concept. Maybe we can talk a little bit about that. Right. So uh, come into the store and you can see exactly what we're doing. Uh, people walk in and say, oh, it smells so good in here. Um, apparently, it smells of chocolate. Unfortunately, I don't smell chocolate anymore, which is a really sad day. Well, that is. That's very sad. <laughs> <It is. laughs> um, yeah, so it, it's completely open. Um, we have a, a long perspex wall, so you can uh, come and watch what we're doing. Um, and it's, yes, yeah, completely open plan, so you can see and smell the whole process. So uh, some days, you know, we're, we're dipping chocolates or molding them, finishing them. Other days we maybe um, have beans grinding for our bean-to-bar chocolate or roasting beans, you know, or uh, cooking up the ginger, which we'll be doing tomorrow uh, for our crystallized ginger. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you guys also have classes and you do events, so maybe we can uh, expand a little bit on that and let everybody know what, what those are, are about. Sure. So I'm just putting together a schedule for this year for classes. So we're going to do some uh, chocolate tasting classes. Chocolate is very much like wine, that uh, chocolate that comes from different countries has very different flavor right. um, flavors. So uh, you can taste one chocolate from one country and taste it from another country. It might be the same percentage, but it tastes totally different. What a great class, chocolate tasting class. Yeah, chocolate tasting class. And then an even better one is we're going to actually do a chocolate and wine tasting class. Yeah, now that's awesome. So <laughs> pair the chocolate and the wines. Um, I work closely with Keniston Wine Market, yep. and um, they uh, they put together the wine side. I put together the chocolate side, and um, we just have a bit of fun with tasting both of them together. Yeah. Um, we'll probably, I'm going to do some, uh, 
truffle making classes as well. So, you know, teach people a little bit that they can make some stuff at home too. Yeah, that's pretty And cool. have a bit of fun with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And then for events, um, we um, offer buffet or chocolate buffet or late night tables. Um, so we have a, a list of items that you can choose from uh, to go on a buffet table or a late night table, um, all chocolate related, obviously. Uh, chocolate dipped strawberries um, to chocolate caramel popcorn, brownies, cookies, that kind of thing, as well as the chocolates. And uh, we can come and set up a buffet for you um, for your event. Um, that's or pretty handy. That's or... A, yeah, that's a good service. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And then, of course, we make our own ice cream as well. So uh, we offer um, ice cream sandwiches uh, for, say, a late night for something different as a late night at a wedding. We'll come down with some nice big coolers and uh, bring some ice cream sandwiches down. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of services you offer, and you've only been open for a year. That's crazy. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, you went in full force. Okay, so let's talk about um, the fact that you are participating in the Love Local MB event on March 18th. Yes. I know you're not uh, a rookie to this event, so maybe you can talk about what people can uh, expect from Decadence Chocolates when they get there. Okay. Uh, yeah, Love Local is an amazing event. Um, there's so much, so many amazing um food manufacturers, restaurants uh, in, in Winnipeg and the surrounding area. It's very motivational, right? To see it all is. The it's that it's amazing it. to see um, who's out there and what they're doing. And, you know, it, it, it's great for all of us as, as vendors to, to meet each other and make those contacts and connections. Mm-hmm. But then for people coming to it, um, come hungry because there's lots of samples. Mm-hmm. Um, and from us, I'm, I'm just finalizing what I'm going to do as a sample. But I think I'm going to do a bit of a play on toast and jam. Um, so expect some chocolate and probably some raspberry flavor there. Yeah. And uh, we'll be uh, piping and sort of making them up to order as uh, people come to the table. Nice. Well, I'll be there to uh, test it out also. So Oh, awesome. I may just stick to your table. Um, okay, <laughs> okay, you know, in closing, let's uh, let's give people some basic information about um, where you're located and what your hours are and how they can get a hold of you if they want have questions or want to pick up some product. Oh, you bet. So we're at 70 Sherbrooke Street, which is uh, right between Westminster and Wosley. Um, if you know where Boom Burger is, we're right across the street. Mm-hmm. We're open uh, Tuesday through Sunday, uh, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, when the weather gets a little bit nicer, we will be staying open until 9 p.m. so people can come down and get ice cream. Nice. And uh, on the web, we're at uh, decadencechocolates.ca. And if you need to phone me, 204 Awesome. Thanks for making time for me today. Oh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. No, I appreciate it. Sports up next, followed by news and weather, and then I'm back with Lord of the Pies. Dustin Watson tells us how it got started, how you get their delicious pies, and what's happening next for them here on 680 CJOB. Thanks for joining me here on 680 CJOB. I just finished talking to Helen from Decadence Chocolates, and now I'm talking to Dustin Watson from Lord of the Pies, who I've been stalking for weeks because I just want to know, who is Lord of the Pies? Dustin Watson. Watson yes. is our last name, yes? Yes, sir. Lord of the Pies. Yes, sir. Let's talk about Lord of the Pies. And um, first, let's talk about you. What's, what's your history in the culinary, uh, in the culinary field? Uh, I was kind of forced into it, you know? Being a young dude trying to make it on my own, being 14, I guess, legally working age, I jumped into fast food. It was kind of what I could get in high school and just kind of escalated through there. I you know, worked for some great chefs in, in various cuisines. I did uh, Greek for a little while, just kind of coming out of high school. I uh, got into the pub scene, um, learned a lot through that. You get a lot of great chefs that uh, you know find their niche in a pub, oddly enough, little mm-hmm. gastro pubs or whatever. Um, and then uh, when I was in Australia, I worked uh, in a five-star hotel um, under an incredible English guy. 
who taught me just the most incredible things that there are to know about being a chef. Just, you know, the little things that you oversee sometimes, just, you know, exact portioning and, and, and costing and stuff like that, that a lot of guys don't necessarily show you because you're too busy. Um, and it was, yeah, it was, it was him that really kind of pushed me to, to want to, to want to be in the food industry more. Like I said, it was something that I had just been by nature had to do. And it was this guy who was like, yeah, no, this is a good place to be for you. You're, you know, um, and then it clicked for you that you wanted to, you know, not necessarily knew what you wanted to do in, in that field, but knew that you wanted to be in that field. Yeah, I knew that my calling might be in this field and maybe I need to focus more on this than trying to be a rock star or be a rock star in this field. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, rock star's not, a, you know, a valid profession. Come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I've been thinking I was for years. Right. <laughs> okay. So you're not from Winnipeg. You're originally from Vancouver. Correct. Born and raised. All right. So what brought you to Winnipeg? Um, I needed, I needed a better life. I needed an affordable life. I needed to make something of myself and, and build something. Uh, Vancouver's uh, not affordable. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can rent a nice lot at the beach for about 1500 bucks a month, <laughs> a little log down by English Bay, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> you're not even kidding. That's actually quite true. Right. Uh, whereas here I live in the village for a thousand dollars a month. I get 1200 square feet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just, I needed a change of scenery, man. Vancouver, as you get older, Vancouver kind of wears out on you, I guess, mm -hmm. it, where it takes its toll. Financially, is a huge, huge concern for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people feel stuck in Vancouver. They feel like they can't do anything. They can't even leave Vancouver because it costs too much to leave. And it was just, I had 250 bucks in my pocket and I pieced out. You know what I mean? Just left. <laughs> that was it. Didn't know how I was going to pay my rent when I got here. Nothing. And, yep. and, and I figured it out. And I just took all the work I could get as soon as I, I mean, I had four jobs the first week I moved here. Like, wow. yeah. and, and I hustled it. Now here I am. Just got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about uh, Lord of the Pies. Let's talk about, there's three of you. Three of us. First, how did you focus in on pies? And then how did you get the other two on board? Pies because uh, I've always done something. I've always been different. I've always, I've always uh, gone against the grain, so to speak. Um, and it's just the way my life's gone. And, and so... Um, you know, coming back to Canada from Australia, as I was saying, pies are a huge thing in Australia. Um, and I came back to Canada and realized that it just didn't exist in this world. And, and I wanted to work for myself. And, you know, at the time I'd been researching a lot of stuff about internet marketing, about uh, e-commerce, about how to find a niche online and sell, sell eBay and sell Google and sell Amazon, all this crap. Um, and the name came to me one night. It was literally, it started with the name really beyond anything. I, I might have been thinking about a drunken night in Australia eating pies afterwards or whatever. I have no idea. But the name <laughs> came to me and it was just, all right. In a dream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, you know, it's kind of like writing the end of the book first and then and then writing the rest of the book to follow. And that, mm -hmm. was, that was it. I came up with the name and it was just, okay, how do I make this happen? And it was, that was it. It was kind of gone from there. And so... So when it came time to finding business partners, it was, uh, you know, my, my life was such that I had a couple of accidents that were out of my control. I was got hurt at work and hit by a car a few months later uh, and told I couldn't go back into the kitchen full time. I've got knee issues, hand issues, blah, 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 blah. And so I needed to find something to do. Um, and so uh, I had been talking business with a couple of buddies of mine um, over the course of a year, probably, and uh, finally proposed this idea to them, said, hey, look, here's the idea. Here's the name. Uh, let's build on it. Let's do something. And and they were gung ho. They wanted to, uh, you know, throw up some money and and get involved. And you know, and 
That was it. Wow. Okay, so those guys have other jobs, right? Uh, Mike and Ben? Ben and Mike, yep. Mike and Ben, however you want to say it. <laughs> You're wrong, Kevin. It's Ben and Mike, all right? <laughs> and uh, uh school teacher? Ben's a school teacher, yeah. Um, and Mike works in an auto body shop. He's a sales manager, yep. I think, is his official position. I'm not mm-hmm. too sure. He's a he's a master of everything. He's a boy scout. He's a girl scout. He's 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 <laughs> Mike Shedden. He's the one and only <laughs> Jack of all trades. If you're just tuning into the main ingredient, I'm here talking with Dustin Watson, who is one of the owners of a new food service called Lord of the Pies. Uh, so let's talk about the product itself. Let's yep. talk about the pies, right? So how many different kinds of pies do you guys offer? Currently, we've got four. We do our beef pot pie, chicken pot pie, uh, sweet potato veg pot pie, um, which has got this incredible dill gravy in it, uh, which has won the hearts of of meat lovers everywhere so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the bacon cheeseburger pot pie, which is just bacon out of this pot world. Pie. I haven't even heard of that kind of pie before. No, it's, sounds, it's, it's ridiculous. Sounds awesome. It is. It's cheesy. It's beefy. It's bacony. And then, of course, you've got this all butter crust that it's wrapped around in, and it's flaky, and it's buttery, and... <sighs> I could eat one right now, and I don't even want one. <laughs> well, when it comes to pies, it's all about the crust too, right? Absolutely. So if the crust isn't good, then whatever's inside of it doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, you could put rocks and sewage water on the inside of it. As long as you got a nice all butter crust on the outside, you're probably doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. Um, you said in Australia, like you know, here in Winnipeg or you know in North America, the thing outside of bars after you've been drinking all night or whatever, is like a hot dog stand. People yep. like cram hot dog stands. So you're saying in Australia, it's, hey, where it's a late night, let's get some pie. Absolutely. It's, 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 there's, I feel as though everywhere you go in Australia, there's a different guy or a different pie shop doing different things. Um, but they all have an Australian meat pie, which is essentially ketchup and ground beef <laughs> in, really? their, in their crust. <laughs> yeah. There might be some onions and stuff in yeah. that, but essentially it's ketchup and ground beef and then, yeah, Australians love it, man, and they put more ketchup on the top of it. But it's just like it's that thing when you're leaving the bar, you stop it, you know. And there's a chain called uh, Pie Face, for instance, and they're yeah, that's a great name. The big, yeah, it's a great name. Um, and they're probably the biggest kind of pie place in Australia, but they're everywhere, and it's just you know right next to the train station. You grab a pie when you're drunk, getting on the train, and sobers you up before you get home. <laughs> Everybody's on the train eating pie. Absolutely, <laughs> crusty pie, crusty floor in the train station. You get yelled at for having your feet on the seats, but you get pie crumbs from the door to your seat, and no one cares. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so out of the four pies, which which is the most popular? Honestly, the sweet potato veg is is right up there with the uh, bacon cheeseburger. I mean, so meat. sweet potatoes. We're talking yams. Yams. Yep. Nice. Yep. So it's big, big chunks. I want. Of sweet I want to try that one. Oh, I buddy. love it's sweet potatoes. Yeah, it, it it was unsuspecting. I was trying to figure out a veg pot pie, and, and we have, for our chicken pot pie, we do this kind of mustard herb uh, gravy that goes into it. And so I thought, oh, it's just such a great flavor. Like, let's just do the veg pot pie with that, because I think everybody needs to experience that flavor together. Right. And then I was just like, no, no, let's 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 do something completely different on this one. And, and I don't know, one day there it was. Dill, dill came out of the closet. Paprika came out of the, of, of the closet. Yep. Sweet potatoes came out. Ended up in a pie. How many different pies? Okay, so you have four different pies. How many different pies did you make before you honed in on these four? I, you know, I always ask that of small businesses that are just starting because the, the whole testing portion of what you want your main products to be couldn't be really long, right? Yeah, I think we've probably done 12, 15 different flavors of pies. Yeah. Um, we'll eventually have 12 or 15 different flavors of pies. Obviously, it was, you know... Getting the word out there, getting the product out there, starting small and, and building upon it. Um, for Love Local Manitoba, we hope to uh, unveil four new flavors. 
um, bringing four that. new permanent flavors or four new flavors you're going to test there. Four new permanent flavors, uh, sorry, of, of uh, the savory pies, and we're looking at two sweet pies as well. So we've got um, uh, maple bacon apple pie is, is one of the sweet ones that we're going to come out the with. The names are over the top, guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> yeah. You can't, hear the, you can't hear that name and not want to try that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It's, oh, it's deadly. On. It's deadly. And, and again, there's been many variations of that one even, but uh, it's a winner. It's 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 a good one, so... So hopefully six new unveiled at uh, at Love Local, and uh, you know as time goes, we'll just keep building that uh, that repertoire. More about Dustin and Lord of the Pies right after the break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the main ingredient here on 680 CJOB. And if you miss an episode of the show, you can listen to it or download every single delicious episode on iTunes or Google Play. Lord of the Pies is one of 60 to 70 vendors participating in the Love Local event March 18th at the Canada Inn Polo Park Destination Center where you can enjoy sampling all of them with a complimentary glass of wine in your hand and great live music. Tickets are a mere $15 and can be purchased at lovelocalmb.com. Dustin from Lord of the Pies is in the studio today to tell us more about what they do. All right, so you guys physically don't have a store right now. You have a Facebook page and uh, Instagram page. So me, Kevin Bergen, I want some pies. How do I, what is our main method of, of getting this pies right now? I know you're kind of in a transition phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you're in the Love Local event on March 18th, which, which is awesome. When I saw your name on that list, I told you I was super excited because I was, I followed you guys on Instagram and Facebook for a while. And uh, Excellent. Yeah, so I want to kind of know, hey, I, I'm asking selfishly, really. How, <laughs> how do, you know, if, how do, what is your main line on getting pies in the transition period of setting up your, your, your shop. Absolutely. Um, Facebook right now is the big thing. Facebook.com slash Lord of the Pies CA as in Canada. Yep. Um, shoot us a message. We're happy to deliver anywhere inside the city for five bucks outside of the city within 40 kilometers for 10. So I can order, let's say I ordered 40 pies. It's five bucks. Just it's, it's the delivery charge. Does it's the charge the, go up? No. Nope. Depending on how much I order? No. Nope. Uh, if you want 40 pies, I mean, I'll, I'll give you free deliver if you want 40 pies. I'm mm-hmm. not too concerned about that much. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Uh, if you want two pies, I, I got to charge you five bucks right. for my time in the gas. But 40 pies, I'm happy happy to waive the delivery fee on that one. Um, so, yeah, Facebook or we've got a phone number, 204-816-8713. Shoot us a text. Give us a call. Again, happy to make uh, any any size of a delivery. Yep. Um, pies you know. are all the same sizes, no different sizes? Nope. Five and a half inches. Um, How much are the pies different prices? One for six fifty, two for twelve, or four for twenty-two. Gotcha. Um, and these are these are the kind of the classics. Um, you know, as we introduce more of the premium varieties, there'll, there'll be different prices on them. But uh, we, we're trying to keep everything affordable for people. You know, uh, real food, real prices is something we're working with right now. Um, you know, we don't use any artificial flavors, no artificial ingredients. It's all uh, locally sourced as much as we can. And mm-hmm. if we can't get something in Manitoba this time of year, we're making sure we're using as much Canadian product by Canadian brands. Um, There's a lot of again Manitoba locally. There's tons of stuff to get. Here. Oh, it's incredible, right? People it's always incredible. Like, it, it, I mean, the average person or may think that you know that you need to get a lot of things other places when literally it's it's all here. You get cheese and whiskey and everything in between in one. Cheese province. and whiskey. That's all you it's, need. No, that's exactly. It. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are we kidding? <laughs> um, okay, so what is the end game? Like in your mind, Lord of the Pies. Um, are you going to deliver the your goods online? Is the end game? You know, you guys are going to get your store together. What, what are you guys working on right now? Uh, we've got a, we've got uh, this uh, farmers markets coming up for the summer, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna get involved with that scene locally. We're gonna have a truck on the road um, offering hot pies. Oh, like a food like, truck, like a food truck. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to call it a food truck. We're not. Yeah, it's a food truck. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you're food. We're serving food, food off a truck. truck. We're yeah, serving food on a truck. And that's going to start uh, this summer? Hopefully by the end of the month. We meant to have that um, going February 1st, but uh, due to the van 
growing a set of legs and walking away <laughs> we had to <laughs> yeah, postpone that, that, that that's a whole new story right there <laughs> yeah right? yeah let's, we'll save that for a rainy day yeah that's awesome and those are coming um so yeah we'll have the truck on the road um and you know that'll be making a big scene we'll be out you know broadway every day at lunchtime you can find us uh, starting when hopefully the end of the month we're, so we're, you're gonna have a food truck on broadway in the winter yeah absolutely really absolutely winnipeg's first and only food truck uh in the winter anyways but there'll be you can park wherever you want, right? We can park wherever you want. I mean, you got a loading zone for me. I'll pull in and you can grab a pie and be on your way. Really? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. What made you decide to do it in the winter? People need to eat in the winter, man. People don't want to walk very far either. You know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. work at Portage in Maine, well, your options are pretty limited. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get the same stuff every day. Whereas, you know, if you went on Facebook and saw I was coming up the road in 10 minutes, you could run down and grab a pie. And, you know, I mean, and I mean, it makes sense. A hot pie on a cold day in Winnipeg. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, well, it's cold half the half the year here. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So you're only enjoying outdoor cuisine. We're yeah. talking like food trucks for half the year. So if people can get it actually. Like all year long, that would be um, awesome, right? Yep. Now, I mean, picture this: if you're at a Jets game at the NTS Center, had a couple of beers in you, know, walk outside uh, between periods, you know, maybe to go find another beer at a better price or something. And uh, no, no one would ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you kidding me? Maybe, maybe for a breath of fresh air in the dead of January, then. Um, and you, and you saw a big red truck selling pies. I mean, who's not going to run over and see what's going on? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. Um, yeah, it just it just kind of made sense. I mean, we've got the climate for it. It's 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 something that you can enjoy in the summertime. It's something you can enjoy in the wintertime. It's something you can enjoy at home while you're camping. Like whenever. Whenever. It's quick and easy. It's quick and easy. That's it. If you're just joining us here on The Main Ingredient, I'm here talking with Dustin Watson, who is one of the owners of a new food service called Lord of the Pies. What can people expect from Lord of the Pies at the Love Local MB event when they get there? Uh, lots of free samples. We've got... More it's pie. like a big Costco. I said before, it's like <laughs> the, the the whole love local event is like Costco with better food, better local food. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I hear everyone's got samples, so I'm excited to try everything. Uh, I mean, I know Bothwell's going to be I'll there. I'll cover your booth. <laughs> Thank <right>? you. Please <laughs> do. Like, um, you're not him. Yeah, I know. He's over there sampling me, beer again. <laughs> find me passed out <laughs> cheese and beer all around me in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Right, I, I, which is um, I, I thought that for a level local, I've always thought, how do you how do you sample if you're a vendor there, and if you're you know obviously if you're a smaller business and let's say there's one or two of you, what if there's one of you? How do you sample? Um, I guess my girlfriend's getting a job that night. Uh, that's probably going to be either my bringing mom. samples back or she's watching the booth while I go get the samples. <laughs> Yeah, because there's a lot of great stuff. It's going to be awesome, right? Yeah, the vendor list is incredible. I can't even think of, there's what, 40 different people, I think, 40 different vendors. More than that, 40, uh, 40 to 60. 40 to 60, there yeah, you go. Yeah, man. There you go. I can't even keep up with it anymore. It's huge. I know. It's, it's going to be fun. And it's 15 bucks. That's it? Yes, $15. You get to sample all this stuff from that many vendors. dinner in the city. Isn't dinner it? and drinks in the city. I know. It's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, Thank I'm going to love it. Um, so in closing, hey, how do people get a hold of you? If they have questions or they want to order pies, let's remind them how they do that. Uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lord of the Pies CA. On Instagram, we are at Lord of the Pies WPG. And by phone or text, 204-816-8713. You gave out your number on the radio. You're a brave man. Text me. <laughs> I love I love random conversation. Does that happen all the time? Not often. Well, I mean... Often enough for giving out your phone number yeah. on the radio and yeah. the internet, but <laughs> we'll see what happens now. We'll see what happens I get now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I welcome stalkers as long as you're going to buy pie. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for coming out, man. Thanks, buddy.
Thank you for listening to The Main Ingredient. Very much appreciated. And thanks to my guests, Helen Stain from Decadence Chocolates and Dustin Watson from Lord of the Pies. And you can sample food from both of these fine vendors and plenty more at the Love Local event March 18th. If you just tuned in and realized you missed this episode of the show, did you know you can listen to it again right now? If you go to the CGOB webpage and go to On Demand and then choose a date and time, you can listen to what you just missed. If you want to listen to it later on the go, you can download it on iTunes or Google Play. More great food next week, but up next is the great Hal Anderson and his sidekick, Austin Saragusa, and then Tom Milroy with his sidekick, me. All that up next here on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.